Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News, read from Audiophile Magazine. My name is Sarah. Today we're going to start straight off with fiction title reviews. The Furrows by Namwali Serpel, read by Kristen Ariza, Ryan Vincent Anderson, and Dion Graham. Kristen Ariza, Ryan Vincent Anderson, and Dion Graham perform a powerful story about the lingering complexities of grief without closure. When Cassandra was a girl, her brother Wayne went missing, and his body was never found. Ariza narrates from the point of view of Cassandra, now an adult, and captures the intense longing that she experiences as she sees her brother's face everywhere, his loss haunting her every step. When Cassandra meets an adult man named Wayne, Graham narrates Wayne's perspective, giving listeners clues as to who he might be. Anderson narrates the perspective of a character who shows up in the novel unexpectedly, enhancing the incredible plot twist that will have listeners on the edge of their seats. It's available from Random House Audio, 8.75 hours unabridged, Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059361111 for $20. Books on Tape has the Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059361128 for $76. Mad Honey by Jody Pakul and Jennifer Finney Boylan. Read by Carrie Coon, Kita, Jody Picool, and Jennifer Finney Boylan. Raw and timely, this audiobook is a must listen. Olivia McAfee rebuilt her life in New Hampshire, returning to her family farm to work as a beekeeper and raise her teenage son Asher. He falls in love with Lily Campanello, who has moved there with her mother for a fresh start. When Lily is found dead and Asher is arrested for murder, their lives are dissected to uncover the truth. Speaking in alternating chapters, Olivia, voiced by Carrie Coon, is portrayed as strong yet scared. Lily, voiced by Kita, is portrayed as uncertain yet hopeful. The narrations perfectly match the intensity of the story. Note, Olivia's chapters are chronological, Lily's are not. Listeners will need to pay attention so as not to lose the timeline. It's available from Random House Audio, 15.25 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059361410 for $25, also available as CD. Books on Tape has the Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059361412 for $95. Illuminations, Stories by Alan Moore, read by Laura Haddock. Rory Kinnear, Amelia Fox, Nina Sasanya, Samuel Barnett, Sean Clifford, Toby Jones, Matt Reeves, Clark Peters, and Alan Moore. The author, known primarily for his iconic graphic novels, is English, so it's not surprising that several narrators of this stunning short story collection have British accents. The speculative stories vary in length and feature, among others, a woman whose brain hemispheres are severed, aliens who are trying to stay hidden despite a peculiar experience with time, and Jesus inheriting property after the rapture. The longest story, which takes up half the audiobook, is a fictional echo of the author's frustrations with the comic book industry. Each narrator delivers stories that are bizarre and beautiful. Standout performances include Samuel Barnett's Cold Reading and Matt Reeves's What We Can Know About Thunderman. 
All the narrators connect with their characters in ways that enrich the narratives and fully immerse listeners. It's available from Bloomsbury Publishing, 17.5 hours unabridged. Trade edition at digital download for $30.99. The Town of Babylon by Alejandro Varela, read by Timothy Andres Pavon. Timothy Pavon gives a masterful performance of this debut. Andres, a gay Latinx professor, returns to his hometown to take care of his aging parents. While there, he attends his 20th high school reunion and reckons with his past. Pavon expertly brings Andres to life, portraying him in warm tones that sometimes spiral into self-righteous indignation. Andres' first-person story is interspersed with sections told from the points of view of his parents, brother, friends and enemies. Pavon gives them all distinct voices, highlighting their rich inner lives. He moves smoothly between English and Spanish and delivers the many list-based monologues with a mesmerizing rhythm. This is a powerful audiobook about identity, family, and the ways that systemic injustice affects everyday life. It's available from Audible, 11 and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download for twenty-four ninety-five. How Not to Drown in a Glass of Water by Angie Cruz, read by Rosemary Almonte and Kimberly M. Wetherill. Rosemary Almonte's pitch-perfect narration of Angie Cruz's inventive new novel transports listeners into the tumultuous, funny, heart-rending world of Cara Romero, a Dominican immigrant who loses her factory job in the 2008 Great Recession. 56-year-old Cara's meetings with an unemployment counselor quickly devolve into a narration of her life. Narrator Kimberly Wetherill introduces each appointment with a clear reading of job search specifications that are worlds away from Cara's world. Then Almonte takes over, delivering Cara's confessional conversation with the counsellor so realistically that one imagines oneself in the room and almost hears the counsellor's reactions. With her sibilant Spanish accent and musical intonations, Almonte's Cara is unforgettable as she launches her fierce, strong and witty self straight into our hearts. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 6.25 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-125-086-8817 for 19.99. Library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-125-089-7107 for 79.99. And now let's go on to a little feature on narrator Chris Jula and Leonardo Audio by Aurelia C. Scott. Leonardo Audio, a new Boston-based audiobook production company, launched into Warp Drive last November with its release of a space opera thriller, Sol Saga One Revolution, by author and filmmaker James Fox. This is our first big-budget work, and it's great, says the company's exuberant founder, actor, and narrator Chris Jula. It stars Dion Graham, Tim Gerard Reynolds, Emily Wuzeller, and Lauren Fortgang. Wow, right? Amazing talents combined with an amazing book. We're really lucky. Leonardo Audio is named for Shula's late father, Leo, a fisherman and fish buyer. It was because of my dad's hard work that I was able to level up, if you will, and attend college. He supported my desire to act, even though it wasn't a traditional career choice for a fisherman's son, says Chula, who honed his acting skills as a Boston-area improv and sketch comedy artist. The actor discovered audiobooks in 2009 after noticing a huge cube on a bookstore shelf that turned out to be a John Grisham audiobook narrated by Michael Beck. 
That planted the seed in me. What could be better than acting with books? In the ensuing years, he studied with some of the stars of audiobook narration and production, including Scott Brick, Grover Gardner, Hilary Huber, and Paul Rubin. Nothing has come easy for me as an actor, but at each step, mentors taught me something invaluable. Scott and Hilary gave me great initial training. Grover advised me to pull back seventy-five percent and not shout. Paul taught me how to be quiet, how to be someone's ear for fifteen hours and make the listener glad you're there. Now an audiobook coach himself and an award-winning audiobook narrator with more than four hundred titles on his resume, Shula hopes to build Leonardo Audio into a legacy audiobook publisher for the Boston and New England areas. The company accepts fiction and non-fiction titles in sixteen genres that reflect Shula's life and interests. For example, he reads the classics. Hence, Hemingway's *The Sun Also Rises*. Personal growth and wellness are important because Chula's beloved father died by suicide. I know how precious life is, and I want to do everything I can to advocate for mental health. He says. Also, in honor of his father and his hometown is *The Last Longshoreman*, which Chula narrates himself. The suspense novel was written by Mark Zapula, whose dad, a longshoreman, worked across the Boston Fish Pier from Chula's dad. Leonardo Audio is a safe haven for anyone who wants to get into audiobooks. We welcome authors, developers who want to reinvigorate a Hollywood pitch, narrators who want to hone their craft. Says Shula, in audio storytelling, just sings. We aim to celebrate that. And now for a review of The Last Longshoreman, a chilling tale of crime and corruption on the Boston waterfront, by Mark Zapula, read by Chris Andrew Shula. Narrator Chris Andrew Tula puts his Boston roots to good use as he gives us an authentic Boston accent to the story of a man's descent into a life of crime on the city's infamous waterfront. Tony Costa is predestined for a life of crime thanks to his uncle, a mobster. When Costa turns eighteen, his uncle lands him a coveted job as a well-paid longshoreman, loading and unloading ships. But his life changes when he witnesses Butchie Shea kill a man. He is forced to help clean up the bloody scene or become part of it. Chula's flawless accent helps make the many characters in this audiobook seem real. Beyond that, he has an actor's ability to draw listeners into this world of theft and murder in the 1960s. It's available from Leonardo Audio, 7.25 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download for 19.95. And now for some more mystery and suspense titles. The Butcher and the Wren by Elena Urquhart, read by Sophie Amos and Joe Knizovich. The thrilling cat and mouse game played by a serial killer named Jeremy and the local forensic pathologist comes chillingly alive through a tense narration by Sophie Amos and Joe Knizovich. Knizovich fully realizes the gratification Jeremy experiences when he describes in graphic detail what he does to his victims, always thinking ahead to his next quarry. The pure evil in his voice cuts deep. Amos holds her own as Ren, the confident young woman who is assigned to find this monster on the loose in New Orleans. Ren's horror when she first encounters Jeremy makes for riveting listening. A bonus of two deleted chapters of Jeremy's vile thoughts and Urquhart describing her writing process is icing on the cake. Patricia Cornwell fans will relish this debut. It's available from Zando, 6.5 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download. ISBN 9781666217164799.
A World of Curiosities, Chief Inspector Gamache, Three Pines, Book 18, by Louise Penny, read by Robert Bathurst. Robert Bathurst performs this 18th Inspector Gamache mystery with the insurance of one who knows the village of Three Pines and its mostly gentle residents well. Years after Gamache and Beauvoir investigated the murder of a mother, her two adult children arrive in the village. Their surprise arrival triggers Gamache's and Beauvoir's remembrances of things past. Penny's clever plotting is enhanced by Bathurst's ability to make even the smallest details relevant. A hidden attic room containing a duplicate of a 17th-century painting with small anachronistic items hidden within the images provides clues to solving a series of brutal murders. Bathurst weaves several timelines together seamlessly to create an exciting tapestry revealing crimes against women, child abuse, revenge, and murder. Fans are in for a treat. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 15 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-125-088739 for 32.99, also as CD. Miss Marple, The Complete Short Stories, A Miss Marple Collection, by Agatha Christie, read by Juliet Stevenson. You can't love cozy mysteries and be unfamiliar with Miss Marple, and this lovely narration from Juliet Stevenson will wrap you up in the warmth of familiarity quite well. Stevenson takes the listener through the short stories with a variety of well-performed voices and accents, making this as much like listening to a play as to a book. From Sir Henry Clithering and Raymond West, Miss Marple's nephew, to the brilliant knitting sleuth herself, Stevenson captures the charm, variety, and interplay of the entire cast of characters in St. Mary Mead. Twenty delightful mysteries, originally published from 1927 to 1956, are gathered here for your deductive pleasure. It's available from Harper Audio, 11.25 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download ISBN nine seven eight zero zero six three two six six one one seven for twenty seven ninety nine. The Twist of a Knife Hawthorne and Horowitz Book four by Anthony Horowitz read by Rory Kinnear. Rory Kinnear delivers an engaging and well paced performance of Anthony Horowitz's third mystery featuring P. I. Hawthorne and Horowitz himself as a character. The amusing, sometimes fuddling, conceit mingles a fictional plot with facts from Horowitz's actual life. This time, the murder of a critic who panned Horowitz's London play implicates the playwright. Kinnear's chesty-sounding Hawthorne is engaging, intransigent, and offhand. His accent is cleverly hard to place on the social register. His higher-pitched Horowitz is hapless and comically whiny as a disbelieving victim. Most of the action involves Hawthorne conducting interviews in order to unmask the true killer, but Kinnear doesn't let things drag and offers distinctive and droll character interpretations that maintain our interest through to the surprising conclusion. It's available from Harper Audio, eight and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-006-327-1920. For twenty four ninety nine, also as CD. Murder in Williamstown, Phryne Fisher, Book 22, by Carrie Greenwood, read by Wendy Boss. Wendy Boss performs this Phryne Fisher mystery with perfect aplomb. She sounds just like the indomitable Phryne and gives credible voices to all her sidekicks, adopted children, and numerous lovers, as well as her own children. 
Plots and subplots abound as Phryne's adopted daughters, Ruth and Jane, uncover suspicious activities at the Blind Institute, while adopted son, Tinker, investigates the problem of the hate mail that is being left in Phryne's St. Kilda mailbox. Meanwhile, Phryne's companion, Dot, is worried that her fiancé, Hugh, has gone off the idea of marriage. Boss develops each character with slight vocal shifts and personality differences. She handles the occasional plot deviations from earlier episodes smoothly. New to the series? Start at the beginning for maximum enjoyment. It's available from W.F. Howe's Nine Hours Long Unabridged. Trade Edition, digital download for thirteen fifty-five. And now let us move on to biography and memoir titles. The Wind at My Back, Resilience, Grace and Other Gifts from my mentor, Raven Wilkinson. By Misty Copeland and Susan Faleshill, read by Misty Copeland. In a memoir almost as graceful as her dancing, author-narrator Misty Copeland delivers an elegant account of how she made history when she became the first black principal ballerina with the formerly all-white American Ballet Theatre Company. Copeland's voice lifts with delight as she speaks of her mentor, Raven Wilkinson, 1935 to 2018, the first black woman contracted to dance with the Ballet Russe de Monte Carlo. Copeland recounts anecdotes of how she and Wilkinson persevered in a profession that had been closed to black dancers. Copeland stresses the importance of her friendships, her mentorships by other struggling black dancers, and the bond of their shared history. Today, she dedicates her energy to ensuring that young black dancers are treated with integrity and dignity, inspiring listening. It's available from Hachette Audio, 5.25 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-154-916-0080-425-98. The Extraordinary Life of an Ordinary Man, a memoir, by Paul Newman, David Rosenthal, Melissa Newman and Clea Newman-Soderland. Read by Jeff Daniels, Melissa Newman, Clea Newman-Soderland, Ari Fliakos, January Lavoie, John Rubenstein and Emily Wachtel. Paul Newman and his friend Stuart Stern, a screenwriter, decided to compile an oral history of the Newman family. The only rule for contributors was complete honesty. They worked on the enormous project from 1986 to 1991. In this extraordinary work, Newman's family, friends, and colleagues provide insightful anecdotes and observations, some narrated by the contributors, others by professional narrators. Best of all, actor Jeff Daniels makes Newman's first-person remembrances funny, poignant, sexy, and always sincere. Daniels captures the essence of Newman's self-deprecating honesty as he recounts details of Newman's privileged yet terribly unhappy childhood, deep love and admiration for his wife, Joanne Woodward, guilt over his son Scott's suicide, love of high-speed racing, and reflections on his stage and film roles. What better way to experience this exceptional oral history? It's available from Random House Audio, 8.75 hours unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download ISBN nine seven eight zero five nine three six two seven eight two two for twenty dollars. Books on tape has the library edition digital download ISBN nine seven eight zero five nine three six two seven five nine four for seventy six dollars. Jacques Pepin Art of the Chicken A Master Chef's Paintings, Stories and Recipes of the Humble Bird by Jacques Pepin, read by Henri Lubati. 
Narrator Henri Lubatid embodies the celebrated chef Jacques Pépin's gusto for life in this charming and warm memoir. As Pépin shares culinary history and memories of family meals and animated dinner parties, Lubati provides an authentic-sounding portrayal of him. Not only is Lubati's French accent spot-on, but he also captures Pépin's pacing, intonations, and undeniable delight at the power of food to unify people. Lubati conveys Pépin's storytelling style with a sense of friendliness and fun that inspire the listener's imagination. There's no question that Lubati's performance captures Pépin's spirited and down-to-earth ode to food. It's available from Harper Audio, 4.25 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-035-8727880 for 18.99. Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing by Matthew Perry, read by Matthew Perry. Narrating his memoir, actor Matthew Perry sounds like the beloved Chandler character he played on Friends, but with far less enunciation. Addiction has taken a toll on every aspect of his life. Both self-deprecating and self-aggrandizing, Perry shares memories that can sometimes irk listeners. He uses humor to heal, but throwing shade at another actor and being sarcastic about the length of time it took doctors to resolve a life-saving medical complication does him no favors. Perry uses his iconic cadence to emphasize certain words. Could this show be any hotter, he says, of the sitcom? That is not true, he says, of rumored methadone side effects. Going into his why, Perry's audiobook is a fascinating listen. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 8.75 hours unabridged. Trade edition at digital download, ISBN 978-125-086-7070 for 26.99, also as CD. A Private Spy, The Letters of John Le Carre, by John Le Carre, edited by Tim Cornwall, read by David Harewood and Florence Pugh. A dual narrator approach is used to present this collection of letters from John Le Carre, who is known for his iconic spy thrillers. Books weren't the only thing Le Carre produced. Throughout his lifetime, he consistently wrote letters to friends, fans, family, acquaintances, and others. The dual narration works wonderfully. Florence Pugh usually serves to offer up interludes, explaining a reference or person, while David Harewood narrates the letters in a comfortable yet formal tone. Fans of Le Carre, or good writing in general, will enjoy this, and since the work doesn't go too far into the weeds about plot points, non-readers will also glean something from the letters. Overall, the author's heartfelt words and sentiments will wash over listeners, thanks to the audiobook structure and narration. It's available from Penguin Audio, 16 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-362-8843 for 22.50. Books on tape as the library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-362-8850 for $95. Stay True, a memoir by Hua Su, read by Hua Su. Hua Su performs this heartfelt memoir about his friendship with Kevin, a Japanese-American man killed in a carjacking while they were in college. Su describes his early college years as a young man who was determined to cultivate truly unique musical tastes, refusing to indulge in listening to popular artists. Kevin, in contrast, was a stereotypical preppy frat boy. 
But Kevin's chill nature balances Sue's uptight persona. As Sue delivers his gorgeous prose, his performance puts distance between himself and his own story. But in the rare moments his voice breaks with emotion, we can see the tender man beneath, grieving for his lost friend. Even with his slightly removed performance, Sue's story is sure to soften even the most stoic of hearts. It's available from Random House Audio, five and a half hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978059362818 for $20. Books on tape as the library edition, digital download, ISBN 978059362819 for $66.50. And that's it for me for today. Thank you for joining us for audiobook news. My name is Sarah. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.